0: Authors I'm Joanne Morell, children's and young adult fiction writer and author of short nonfiction for authors. Thanks for joining me for the Hybrid Author podcast, sharing interviews from industry professionals to help you forge your career as a hybrid author, both independently and traditionally publishing your books. You can get the show notes for each episode and sign up for your free author pass over at the Hybrid Author website to discover your writing process, get tips on how to publish productively, and get comfortable promoting your books at the www.hybridauthor.com.au. Let's crack on with the episode. Hello, authors! I hope you're all keeping well in whatever part of the world you reside and listen to the podcast in. Today's interview is a loaner sold from me, and I'm chatting about five things an authorship career brings other than money. So I'm not sure how popular this episode will be because most of us treat our authorship careers obviously as a business. So we aim to make money and we should expect to. But I wanted to touch on some things that an authorship career brings other than money. So if you're currently not making as much money as you'd like from your author career or none at all or just in general, Thinking about the things that authorship career brings other than money can make you feel better and actually appreciate what this brings, what it means to be an author other than earning a living. Things that you can be proud of too. So in my author adventure this week, my children's fiction picture book, The Shouting Family, is still out on submission. And I'm still tinkering with the edits for my junior fiction book, The Caravan Kid. In nonfiction, I'll be making a special trip into the state library in town in the centre of Perth this weekend. And that's to deposit print copies of my books as well as the digital and audio files online. So this is a legal requirement to do this. And as it states on the WACHS library website, and I'll link all this to the show notes, Legal deposit is a statutory provision requiring publishers to deposit copies of their publications in a nominated collecting institute. The State Library of Western Australia is the legal deposit library for Western Australian publications and the deposit of material is the responsibility of the publisher of that material. Publications need to be deposited with the State Library within 30 days of publication. So I might be a bit out here with my print books, freelance writing quick tips for fast success, but author fears and how to overcome them only arrived the other, like, about two weeks ago, so I'm probably intact there. I don't think it's going to matter too much, but... So a publication is classified as any work that has been made available to the public, whether freely or for sale. It includes books, serials, maps, DVDs, CDs, posters, and postcards newspapers and sheet music, video recordings such as films and short films, audio recordings such as music and audiobooks and electronic data. So the State Library is obviously the hub which contains and wants a record of all the things that we create in Western Australia and it's also the place where a lot of public libraries purchase their library collections from. So a couple of weeks back I got my mum to go into her local library to ask for a copy of my books just to see what the librarian said and they could not find them. So hence why I have to go and put them into the state library. That's what they recommended. I had been aware that I needed to do this but actually only recently, probably last year. And I've been you know, in the writing game for a while, probably not in the print publishing side so anyone who is... Self-publishing their work needs to do this. It is a legal requirement. Obviously, if you're traditionally published, your publisher will do it. And also, anybody who's using a hybrid publisher, third party, to publish their work but is in control of it, they would have to submit well, deposit these books also. You might need to check out where you live. uh, If you're in a different state from Perth or a different country, check the rulings to determine your legal requirements for depository of your books within your area. So in caravan planning news, uh, I'm boxing up my house at the moment. I shared a couple of pictures on well, I picture on Instagram this week of my empty bookshelf, and it's actually quite funny that most of the boxes I've packed up so far which are come out my like for me my study it's mainly books, all sorts of books cookbooks, nonfiction fiction I haven't even got to my children's uh, back library, bit yet the only other boxes I've got are DVDs uh, I don't really have many ornaments or anything like that or things per se um <laughs> I guess I'm not really a things person so when it comes to packing for the caravan it's not going to be too hard for me what to take or not what to take as long as I've got you know some clothes and my podcasting gear my laptop and an internet connection and you know for for digital books and being able to do this podcast and and write and other things then I'm quite happy be a different story when it comes to my children who are both hoarders, the little one mainly, when they've got to choose what to take and what not to take. They have been in these holidays before, but this is sort of, you know, for a lot longer. So we'll see. So in sponsorship this week, I wanted to introduce a new sponsorship opportunity for authors fellow author of mine uh, if you're listening you know who you are brought this to my attention and said this would this might be something authors would be interested in a new segment called author spot and depending on popularity or it would depend on how often that author spot would run Uh, it is a paid advertising opportunity for authors out there if you'd like to promote your books on this podcast on the hybrid author podcast uh, where I would normally have a sponsorship segment I will still have sponsorship because I do have some in place but rather than just looking for big companies to sponsor the podcast because it is quite a lot of time to put it together I absolutely love it and I get so much out of it but I'm also looking to monetize this as part of my business so sponsorship is a way to do that but also being able to get back to the author community is a reason for doing the podcast and so if I can provide further services and areas where I can help authors get their work out then I will do so so yeah this is going to be called author spot and probably just a minute paid advertising promotion uh, it will be a vetted service so the way in which it will work is you can email me at at in the subheading, write author spot and your name and the title of your book, and I will obviously review it and might request the material to review further. It's not a case of just you're anybody anybody's written a book and anybody can advertise on here. There will obviously be vetted services to check that what I am promoting is you know viable for the people who are going to be reading it. And buying it, you know, I have an obligation to them also. So if you're interested in promoting your book on the Hybrid Author Podcast, as I said, head on over to the website, either hybridauthor.com.au, email me through the contact sheet there, or just at my email, joanne at hybridauthor.com.au. So five things an authorship career brings other than money – Now they may look different to you, these five things are not necessarily, my five things are not necessarily going to be the same as your five things, because there might be other things that your author career has brought you that you didn't initially plan for, or think of, or anything like that. So these are just a couple. And I I bet if you actually sat down and, and thought about all the things your author career to date, it's different if you're at the beginning, the very very beginning of your author career. But something that it could be giving you right now is hope, excitement, the possibilities of having your work published or putting them out there or actually finishing a story or creating something for the first time or loads of stuff, positive things. That's really what we want to aim for here. And this episode has come about, if you listen to the past episode I mentioned, it's more of a, a gratefulness or an understanding or after feeling quite down, I think about rejection and looking at how much, how many books have to sell to be able to earn the sort of money that I want to earn. But then I only have two books, so I need to keep that in mind. If you've ever listened to any uh, self-published podcast, they always say you need a lot of backlist, a lot of books behind you, you need to be doing before you can probably be making an author, a decent author income, like one you want to support your family on or one that can have you quit your job, that sort of thing. So yeah, I think I was just feeling particularly down and I was listening to an audio poo and uh, I haven't finished it. I've had to stop it because it's got so much in it. One of these things where you have to stop and sort of reflect. And it's called, it's a bit of a swearing one, rich as the F word by Amanda Francis. At this point, I, I definitely recommend it. I'm not at the end of it, but I felt really enlightened by what she was saying in her book. So much so it led me to start thinking about my authorship career and how far I've come and the kinds of things it gives me other than financial gain. So the first, discipline and discovery. So every writer and author who wants to write a book has to be disciplined. You don't, let me rephrase that, you don't have to be disciplined but you will learn to be. So I have to laugh that I've, I've ended up in this this career because that I like that requires you to be disciplined because I was very undisciplined at high school. I wouldn't go to school and uh, I was just. Yeah, but it's just a bit out of control actually so the fact that I have gone into a profession that requires me to be disciplined has taught me so much and I am I'm grateful for that because it's an amazing thing to be able to sit down and finish something from start to finish now I credit my first ever manuscript for that and that was a young adult novel, probably about 50,000 words or something that was the first book manuscript that I ever wrote and you might have who who are regular listeners heard me speak about this manuscript I call it a verbal vomit or diarrhea of my adolescence. It was really a lot of things that I sort of went through and dealt with and uh, didn't have probably much of a storyline to it or nothing that was, was great. I grew up in Scotland, so it was set in Scotland, and slang language and all. <laughs> and um, still, I still have the the title in mind, and I still plan on sort of using that title for something, because the title was amazing. But that, I spent so much time on that. You know, it was at least a couple of years or a year, I uh, had a uh, professionally critiqued by Susan Medalia. I had all sorts of things and I kind of wrote that and then moved on but that disciplined me to finish a big works. I have ever since been continuing down the writing rabbit hole to get my words done even if it means you know friends of mine are out on a Friday night and I'm inside finishing something because I want to. I guess that's the difference. If you want to do something, you will. Sometimes you don't feel like it, but you will find eventually you will become disciplined in your writing to just do it automatically. And it's a, it's a good skill to have if you want to be productive and you want to get ahead in life. So the discovery part comes from just discovering stuff about yourself. You know, I, I never thought I had much views or things to say on anything. And when it comes to writing, obviously a lot of your opinions and ideas go into stuff and you think, oh, okay, I do have things to say that's why and and you can discover what you feel about a certain topic or how you know you you felt about something it might just come out you can also discover that stuff that you didn't know about yourself you know like uh, there's traits that have come out of that i realized that i never really thought about myself before i am extremely determined 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 to have an authorship career that's going to sustain me and my family for the long run for the rest of our lives basically so even every knockback i take I'll, i'll still keep going i didn't know that about myself until i started an authorship career i also discovered i can take a lot of rejection and judgment and all sorts of things from, you know, putting work out there and being rejected and people having thoughts about what I do, all sorts of things. So the second thing an authorship career brings other than money is giving life to our characters and our ideas that we have been blessed with. Or blessed to receive. Now I'm not a religious person really anymore. I did used to go to church and Sunday school when I was a child, um, more so because my best mate used to go and I sort of chummed her. Uh and I don't think values it uh, was Christian, Christian values is a bad thing by any means. But uh I, you know, and I've heard if you listen to Pip Harry on the podcast, I can't remember what episode she is, she says that writing and and ideas it's almost like a spiritual thing, you know, where do the ideas come from? You're just there is things in our outside world influences ideas, and I can pinpoint some things, but other things I just don't know where this idea came from. And but if you've ever read Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic, uh, if you haven't, go and read it right now. It's amazing, and she talks about sort of it's quite whimsical, but it's beautiful. You know, ideas kind of flying past us and catch one on and give give life to it almost. If you have. Her in her book, think of if and there's another book as well. I think it's Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Now in his book, I listened to this book, and it's a great book. If you haven't, again, if you haven't read that, you should. Uh, it's kind of older, but the principle still applying. He says, think, start at the end. Think about your if you were on your deathbed, and think back to your life. You know, think about think about it from that perspective. What are the things that you would hold regrets for? And for me, it is not going after and giving life to my story ideas and my characters that I have I'm lucky that I have so many like I have so many ideas and I'm just not quick enough to keep up with them and uh, maybe they're not for me though some of them and they go by me but others are that I do grab on to but those would be the regrets whether I make lots of money from them or I don't writing them out and putting them out there in whatever form that they come out Boot, you know, podcast episode, in anything like that, TV script, or or just just in a notebook for my daughter to find one day or someone else. I need to get it out there because I think that's I've never ever known what I have wanted to do with my life uh, at school. Apart from you know from school or anything like that, as I mentioned before, I didn't stick at school and I didn't really have any inclining of what I wanted to do. tried lots of things as a kid, lots of hobbies and stuff and then in high school I just was having a good time and went in hospitality jobs and I've had so many jobs it's unbelievable because I moved around and traveled so much but you know I just had fun and then writing happened and I just knew what it was what I wanted to do with my life. So knowing that this is my calling, this is what I've been given, then I'm going to grow on that Talent and a gift, and that is my gift to the world. That brings us to the third thing an authorship career brings instead of money, and that is helping people, helping others. I always feel like I would love to help others. I realized a few years into the writing career that my writing can help others. When I think of helping others, I think, you know, having to go and do something for them or, you know, something physical like give them a present or help them do the housework or just help someone in that regard. I didn't really ever think that by writing my books, they could help someone one day, especially my nonfiction ones. And they were never planned. That's only just come out of having a writing career and going out and experiencing things that these books came about. But I'd always gone out to be a writer as a fiction author. So freelance writing quick tips for fast success is out there mainly for, well, for anybody who wants to start up a freelance writing business so it touches on various tips to help with mindset, business values, rates of pay. Mainly I see this book for writing students so that's going to help them if they want to set up freelance, freelance writing business and just get started because there was tips in there that I uh, learned only by doing so if my experiences can help another. Also author fears and how to overcome them. This book is already starting to resonate with a few authors and. Yeah, they just they said that it really connects with them. And I'm finding out more and more how many authors, established and in all walks of life, experience the fears, I call them fears, there's probably different names for them, that I've gone through from putting myself out there and with my work and self-doubt and self-belief and uh, being judged and all also sort of worried about other people's opinions and just heaps of things. I've put that all into a book and that might help another author soothe them a bit that, oh, hang on, feeling like this is absolutely completely normal and you don't have to think it's to do with you or you're not good enough or your work isn't great or anything like that. It's just, it's actually all part of it because it's such a personal author adventure that we're on that putting yourself out there for others to judge is a really scary thing because they're either going to like what you've done or hate it. And be quite vocal about it, and that can kind of hurt because you're in unknown territory. So the fourth thing an authorship career can bring, other than money, is opportunities that might not have come about if you hadn't put your writing out into the world. So examples of this, like I just said, my non-fiction books were never planned. That came about from putting myself out there as a writer. Also, this podcast. And, uh, you know, I, when I started my writing career, I listened to podcasts. Uh, so You Want to Be a Writer was the first one I ever listened to. And then I moved on to the Creative Pen writing podcast, which is talks about all sorts of things, but mainly self-published focused. And I just, from listening to Joanna Pen as well, decided... To, put my, to have a podcast would be a great marketing tool. It would be a great way to meet other industry professionals and actually chat to them about topics I wanted to know more about, all the while helping others. And, uh, I just ha- I didn't realise the impact that the podcast would actually have, that it has, and I didn't realise how much I would absolutely love it also. So I'm gaining so much from, from that. But again, when I started writing that first non-fiction manuscript, I had no idea a podcast would sprout from that. Non-fiction books would sprout from that. or you know, so there is opportunities that arise that we just don't think of originally. And you have to be open to that. And by doing that, creating your work, putting it out there, feeling the fear, and then opening your heart to the other possibilities and the other opportunities that come, that just come. And finally, the last one, number five, from the five things an authorship career brings instead of money it's friendships and family i'm part of such an amazing community in perth we're extremely extremely lucky that we've got such a thriving literary scene and uh yeah i'm part of from doing the university degree like i got to know lots of people from the writing wa side you know westerly magazine writing professionals from the literary kind of side of it all and also from being a member of the society of children's book writers and illustrators Uh, That's for the children's fiction. What a wonderful bunch of individuals that are just so enthusiastic for making books, um, having a good time, teaching children all sorts of skills and just creative. And everyone's so supportive. I haven't ever met anybody that's not very nice. And also... Uh, there's Children's, the CBCA, Children's Book Council of Australia. I did a newsletter. I was the newsletter editor for them for a while. And they are an amazing bunch of women who voluntarily give their time in supporting children's literature. And it, the work they do from volunteering is just amazing. It's amazing and they're just a wonderful bunch. And these groups all congregate regularly. So I feel like I'm really part of something. And also I started a book club in my local area. I wanted to meet like-minded individuals where I've lived to chat about books or read some books and just get to know each other and I had my last book club meeting about two weeks ago I've handed it over now to another lady Lisa out there if you're if you're listening and I sat back quite proud you're only allowed 10 10 in the group but all a bunch of women and 10 women I have started a group that are you know regularly meet to read and chat about books and connect and talk about life and i was just super proud that i had actually created that i've left something like that behind in my local area before i head off so it's amazing what writing reading communities is out there and if you're not part of it yet don't worry Just go along to a local event, even to, I used to go to library talks and meet different authors to ask questions and even just join a book club if you don't want to start your own or find, there's organisations and clubs and groups for almost every single writing style genre that you want to be part of out there whether you don't if you don't feel comfortable going along in person at the moment then online groups as well you can check out just getting on the fun because it's it's definitely nice to meet people who are aiming for and striving for the things that you are <laughs> So there you have it, folks. My wise words on things that an authorship career can bring other than money. Although I am striving to earn money from my book writing and writing career in general, I do. From the day job, obviously that's gone now, but I plan on continuing being in the authorship sphere and earning money from it because that's what I want to do for a job. That's my business. (laughs) And there's nothing shameful in that. To say I want to make some money while book writing and to hell with those people that say don't get into this business if you want to earn money there's plenty of authors out there who are and they're earning a decent living or they're on their way to it's about building up your backlist and your books and and not giving up that's the main thing i'd really love to hear about you know, the the things that your authorship career brings other than money? Has there been any opportunities that have come up that you didn't initially set out of that have just been amazing? What does your writing give you other than financial gain? Please reach out to me at joanne at hybridauthor.com.au to share your story or through social media. I would just be thrilled to hear. Because focusing on these types of things, we can get down and out about chasing the publishing dream and earning a, a living from our writing. Sometimes thinking about what else we're gaining here can, can put a positive spin on it. It can make you feel better about what you're doing rather than feeling worse if things aren't working out the way you want them to. Next time on the Hybrid Author Podcast, we have Tiffany Noel Chacon, and she is the author of Jump, A Sweet New Adult Romance, and a first in series, and she is going to be chatting on Facing Your Fears in Authorship. I wish you well in your author adventure this next week. That's it from me. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. That's the end for now, authors. I hope you're further forward in your author adventure after listening, and I hope you'll listen next time. Remember to head on over to the Hybrid Author website at www.hybridauthor.com.au to get your free author pass. It's bye for now.